Hello, and welcome to Gameplay Radio here on Radio Free Brooklyn. This is a storytelling game radio show featuring guests from the New York City Hive and beyond from theme music by Jasula. I am your co-host, Aaron. And I'm Brianna. And today we are continuing the Dungeons & Dragons game that we started last week. Kind of special multi-part series where you play a whole... So here's the thing. This would be like just a one-shot in any other context. (laughs) But here... It's like a whole mini campaign. It's an interesting thing. But <laughs> Brianna, how are you doing with all of this so far? I I finally understand when they talk about the dice hating you. Because as you learned in the last game, my, my sweet, sweet character, he's he's got high wisdom and he's got low intelligence. But oh boy, anytime I rolled anything intelligence, it was just like you got a one or a zero. And anytime yeah. I rolled something wisdom, it was like, you have a 20 or 22. And you know what? I kind of hope that stays up because I hope these dice are like, yep, he's a himbo. And it's, we love him. It's truly fascinating when the dice like help tell the story in ways where you're mm-hmm, just like, mm-hmm. well, it has to be this way. And then it is like the dice is like, yep, you're exactly <laughs> correct. This is what's going to happen like, now. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, it's really fun. But also, he, he's so different than I am. He's so nice. Yeah. And I'm like, trust no one, Arai. Trust no one. Take all their money. Nap all day. Do not contribute to capitalism. He is a good person. <laughs> How does it feel role-playing someone like that? Oh, it's fun. It's like, ooh, could I be nicer in my own life? And then, like, in the last one where he left his tab open and everyone kept drinking stuff. And I was like, yeah, let, let me not do that immediate like never mind i'm good (laughs) people took advantage of my sweet boy and uh it's rude it's rude to them it is a little rude well how was it dming again for someone who has no idea what they're doing (laughs) i enjoy this and it's not like you don't know what you're doing you know like you're very i realized i said that and i was like oh wait technically (laughs) i I know i kind of pitched this as a like uh you're kind of newer to dungeons and dragons but you've also been like role-playing and playing other games with me on gameplay radio for months so oh my gosh what i have you have news to me um but yeah (laughs) i I definitely think having that has definitely helped because in comparison to the first time i like did it it was just like oh i have to make the character move (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's not like an rpg where they're like go to this spot on the map dumbass and it's like okay right you don't have to like you could just literally do anything you just mm-hmm. say i want to do this and then the dungeon master has to be like uh, you okay. can try <laughs> see how it goes basically so <laughs> i don't know it's still fun for me good i'm glad stop asking me history checks stop asking me them i he just anything wisdom based, any insight check, any <laughs> keep keep it there. Animal handling, I can do that. You know, and you can ask for uh, wisdom like insight checks whenever you want to. Don't worry. When when we get to the big city, I will. Mm. Just a small town boy, born and raised in South Houston. Wait, he's a city boy. No, that's the whatever. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I watched Glee when I was younger. That song is permanently etched in my brain. And now I'm uh, playing the entirety of it in my head, too. So maybe we should get on with the game. Uh, If any of our listeners want to find out what they missed, uh, we will do a quick recap here after we do the on-air reads. But 
You should still listen to the previous episode anyway. That you should. Because it's fun. And then you get to know the whole story. So listen to our archive wherever you find podcasts, please. And thank you. Um, e. Yeah. So now I think we should do those on air reads and get started. If you'd like to listen to Radio Free Brooklyn when you're not in front of your computer, please download our free mobile app for iPhone and Android available on the App Store for iPhone or the Google Play Store for Android. Radio Free Brooklyn's mission is to provide a free and open platform for our community and promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. Every dollar helps us stay on the air and allows us to continue our work in the community. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so all contributions are tax deductible. Please support with a monthly pledge or one-time donation at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. If you're an Amazon shopper and would like to donate in a way that costs nothing to you, go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash Amazon and register RFB as your Amazon Smile charity. Every time you shop, a portion of your purchase benefits Radio Free Brooklyn. Let's get to it. Now, would you like to do a recap of what happened last time? So last time on D&D Ball Z, we had a sweet, sweet boy. His name is Arai Greylock, who is a monk who lives in the small town of Hasden, which is a trader's town, not like curse your sudden and inevitable betrayal, but like traders who like trade things. That's filled with like maybe a thousand people there and they're all pretty used to each other. They've been there a billion years. Um, he lives there with his lovely family, his mother, father, and two siblings um but he wants more than this provincial life a la bell and so he runs into a dwarf named jekka who proposes to him a chance to go to the big city Soreto, in which she asked for him to go to the this person named jesper kentwood who is doing research into weaponry because the city of Soreto is run by the seven counselors they are creating very dangerous weapons that have magic. Uh, and Jasper Kentward, as I mentioned, is the person who's doing the research in his home. So Jekka asked my sweet, sweet dumb boy to go into Jasper's house, get some information, and, you know, bring, bring it back if you can't destroy it, but, you know, bring it back. My sweet dumb boy may be dumb, but he's not an idiot. So he wasn't, he's was a little suspicious of this, but he also managed to finagle a lot of money out of her. And he also, as I said, wants to get out of the city. So after getting some potions from good old granny shop, Arai goes home, uh, chats with his family and his mother's a little worried because as we mentioned, he is a sweet, sweet boy and he has never left this city. <laughs> and he's got low intelligence, but high wisdom. So he's he'll be doing okay, I think, on these insight checks in the future. And I think that's it. Oh, wait, I also forgot. And then, like, he left at the middle of the, the break of dawn with Jekka to go to the city. And last we saw them, they were on a horse and cart thing, leaving yeah. the city. Perfect. Beautifully done. <laughs> Thank you. I'm actually planning to skip over the travel part of things. Oh, yeah, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> great. So unless there's, like, anything that you want to do or talk about with Jekka before you get to the location of this adventure i think arai is too excited to like he's also tired but like also excited it's like that half awake feeling you have when you're going on a big trip but you're too sleepy to really like do anything but drink coffee and he yeah. doesn't even have coffee so mm. yeah oh well great so you travel through um it takes you know a whole day jekka is uh steering the horses uh pretty hard 
because the big event that is happening that is going to have all of the council members opening their doors to the public is happening tonight. So Jekka really mm, needs to get mm-hmm. there quickly. And she does. She gets there quickly. And this is a big city. You see Soretto looming ahead of you. Wait, for context, big city like New York, big city like Boston, big city like Chicago. Please insert your city size here if you're international. <laughs> it's around like 50,000 people. Okay, yeah, that's okay. Does that work? Very big for him. Mentally closing the New York door and opening another door. Got it. Yeah, not like, not millions of people, but like a lot more than has been. Buildings, streets, lots of like twisting and turning like avenues. Occasionally it opens up into like a little plaza as you travel through. Occasionally as you pass by locations, you catch like a smell of like the seawater that is like coming in. Mm -hmm. Um, passes by all of this without pointing anything out or anything she's what uh question am i still on the bench or am i back in the cart because of the association yeah you would want to she would want you to be in the back okay because i mean i could probably see stuff through like a little peek in the the curtain but yeah yeah, i don't think i sure she leans back and goes do you have anything like appropriate for a party no uh well well we should get you something um and she kind of goes through a couple more alleyways uh, before she pulls up somewhere, pulls up a cart, and then comes around and says, come with me. And you go into like a little clothing shop. Jack is paying. What do you get? Ooh, okay. So how fancy is this party? <laughs> well, th- so this is a party that is kind of quote unquote for the public, but uh, the way Jekka describes it, they're going to be guards at the door, like probably like turning people way who in their you know very judgmental opinions she seem like they are aren't there like they're like up to no good like that mm-hmm, kind mm-hmm. those kind of guards mm-hmm. and also they're going to be like Jasper himself is going to be there in the section of the town that uh, Jekka kind of describes on her way there, which is called the Central District, which is ironic because the Central District is actually located on the northeast side of the city. It's kind of closer to the shoreline, but, you know, further north than like the docks where all of like the shipping trade comes in. Mm-hmm. Um but they call it the central district because uh, the people who live there think they are the center of the city. <laughs> and uh, it is definitely giving one me of... one peak vibe. <laughs> I guess a little bit. Think of it as like the Upper West Side of uh, Soretto. So it's not bougie like the Upper East, but it's like pretty damn bougie. But it's not like there's bougier. Oh, yeah. No, it would be Upper East Side. Yeah. Upper East Side. Okay. okay. Because the dogs in the Upper East have, I think, outfits more expensive than possibly my rent. So that's what I think. Yeah. No, it's it's Upper East Side neighborhood type. So here's the thing. Yeah. Arai, I love him. He's read lots of books about like adventuring and stuff. And Mm -hmm. he's like excited. However, he's my sweet boy. So I have a feeling he's going to go for like, you know, like how male peacocks have just like the array of colors and it's flashy and it's he's going to yeah. go. I feel like I want to roll for this, but okay. like because I feel like he wants to go that far. Um, but I also want to see if he's wise enough that maybe he shouldn't be the flashiest peacock 
in the party, even though he's very excited because he's never really gotten to wear this kind of stuff. Uh, sure, make a straight wisdom check for me. Please don't fail me now. Okay, you kind of you kind of did something, but a fourteen. <laughs> okay, so... I was getting twenty twos before. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> right. So on a on a fourteen, you kind of understand that the the mission is to get in, get out, and not be identified. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But at the same time, this is a party. And if it's a party, a little bit of flashiness can hurt. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of where you're leaning towards. Like, more on the flashy side, but it's not obnoxious. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. So, he's got, like, he has dark purple skin. So, he's got, like, this, like, midnight blue type pant bottom and this, like, multi layers of blue. Um, with like a hint of purple to like bring out his skin tone, uh, like fashionable top. Uh, the jacket is made of like, you know, like subtle rhinestones, which feels like an oxymoron um, <laughs> that like ever so gently catch the light. And like one of the sleeves has like feathers that come down, but like it's kind of like fur, but it's like feather that okay. kind of like rustle in the wind ever so gently. And then Ooh. the other arm has the like right arm has like a slight cape that's like a dark purple that like really illuminates his skin. Ooh. And he's got like a little hat that kind of like tilts off to the side. And God bless him. The pieces are flashy. They don't fully go together, but he really liked that damn jacket with like the slight cape. And he's like, Jekka, I'm ready. <laughs> Jekka raises an eyebrow and says, looking sharp. And he gets a little twirl with that. And he's like, thank you. Right. And then she goes to pay the tailor. And says, all right, let's um let's get you on your way. I can't get you I cannot get you all the way there, obviously, because I am not allowed to go, but I can at least get you to Central District and tell you where to go from there. Okay. So then he like sits in the back amongst all her potions, like cape gently float out. He's like, let us go. <laughs> As though this is his limo and not like a fucking carriage. Are we even taking the carriage there or am I walking there? I, I mean, no, Jekka's <laughs> Jekka get out riding. of the limo. <laughs> Jekka's riding, y'all. You're back on the cart. Um, okay. So you're in the, in the cart amongst all of her, like, potions and wares. And she kind of ri- uh, takes you to the edge of the um, central district, which it doesn't, it's not walled per se, but it does seem like it's it's an air of it's there an should air be of a wall, you know. So it is the Upper East Side. Got yeah. it. <laughs> like maybe the curbs are a little taller there. That kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she pulls up, and you see there are it, there are a fair number of people who are like moving from the rest of the city into the Central District right now, mm-hmm. and the sun is getting a little bit lower in the sky. Uh, and Jekka says, all right, I mean, you can follow the crowds, but uh, go this way and then this way. And she kind of gives you directions to Jasper's house and says, and uh, when you're done, you can meet me at a specific inn. I'll be staying there in the meantime. You just have to come and find me. It's called the Bent Bow. All right, nods. He like flashes his cape a little because he's he's real into this cape now. Yeah. He's like, got it. And then he just like begins to follow the crowd. Uh, make um, a charisma check for me. Fuck you. His cape is nice. Just uh, normal charisma? I think so, yeah. <laughs> Dirty 20, bitches. Nice. You You're wearing this outfit? And it does make you stand out, but everyone who's looking at you is like, 
Wow, that guy's just really nice. Should I be dressed? Should I have worn something better than this? Oh, like, oh, wow. Like, I wonder, I wonder who he is. Like, you know, where, who, <laughs> does he live in the central district? Like, where is he going? Like that kind of a thing. Arai kind of like hears this and he's just like slightly like puffed up. He's like, see mom, I knew what I was doing. And like keeps his shoulders back and strides on in. Amazing. Uh, you find your way winding through uh, what definitely has very Upper East Side feeling. Uh, you know, uh, lots of shops with like full glass fronts on them, like little fancy lettering uh, on the guards. doors, security guards, uh, really nice buildings. It's aside from the chatter on the street, it's pretty quiet. There are like, you know, a couple of like trees growing in various places. Um, as you pass through, you see, you pass by like maybe a couple of other mansions, like one or two that have their doors open and people streaming in, probably other council members, uh, until mm -hmm. you find the one that you so, are looking for. Arise's the one he's looking for. Yes. But like, I might have to do a check for this, but he's gonna, he has the idea because he doesn't want to stand out mm. and he knows that he like kind of stands out because he's looking hella chic um and he's gonna pop in all that at least two of the other houses okay unless he's too dumb to know that <laughs> yeah, well what do you want to well, you're popping in to do what he wants to like pop in walk around be seen like at all the houses just so it's not that like he's doing like a straight up like a beeline to like one place i see so you're trying to kind of cover your tracks a little bit yeah um, make a performance check for me. Okay. I got a 10. Okay. You're there. You wander around. Some of them, very impressive. You know, there's one of them Ooh, that, uh, <laughs> I, you know, it's, it is honestly like legitimately cool. You know, there's like one that seems to be like for like textiles um, Ooh, and oh. you see that there's like a lot of like fancy like cloth and things like that. There's like a tent room, like a <laughs> giant pillow Arai, like, room or whatever, where people are like hanging out and getting like high, basically. So Arise like side eyeing that, like, hmm, that seems fascinating, but I am not here to do that. But he does yeah. like examine the textiles, and he's like, ooh, we don't have shit like that at home. It's like ooh, this is nice quality, and like he's not feeling them, but he's like, hmm, yeah. Anyway, it's soft. It's, it's nice. Yeah, it's soft, um, silky. I like yeah, it. and so you go to like a couple of these places, and then finally, I mean, you're not sure if it did cover your tracks, but <laughs> I, you were there. Did he cover his tracks, or was he just like looking around for his own enjoyment? Like, ooh, this is nice. Oh yeah, shit, I have a job to do. <laughs> a little bit, um, and then you finally make your way to this uh, house, which has like this kind of stone walling wrapping all the way around like a tall stone wall when these like mm -hmm. red iron gates that open up onto this like mansion with like a uh, red paneled I, like red tile like roofing and like lots of tall windows um and you see that there are uh two guards at the front door who are welcoming people in and as you enter into the main space uh you find yourself in um it, indeed a mansion there are stone pillars and like a fancy stone floor and lots of like walls that are painted in this white with like kind of metallic intricacies in there um and there are a fair number of people passing through here but it seems that it's been kind of set up as a display of sorts right now you're in the main 
foyer. Uh, people are being welcomed here, uh, especially by two individuals uh, who are standing there looking very well dressed in uh, two suits, two men, like two men who are standing there going, welcome, welcome. Uh, make an insight check for me. Okay. 19. That plus seven is so helpful. <laughs> you, get, you get that this is probably, you know, Jasper. And mm -hmm. uh, by the way that they are holding hands and they seem to be married. So Jasper and his husband. Uh, Arai mentally checks off, uh, seduce Jasper off his mental list. He's like, okay. Um, <laughs> there is two checks I feel like I need to perform. Okay. One, I might want to do a performance check just because like this type of house, Arai's never been in anything so fancy. Sure. And like, he's going to have to be able to play off. Like, yeah, of course I've been here. Not like, holy fucking shit, the walls. Like that kind of vibe. Yeah. Um, and then also, and I already know it's going to be a bad thing, an investigation check because he needs to figure out where he's going. He's going to fuck this up real bad. Okay. <laughs> but I feel like one's going to feed into the other because if it looks real obvious, he's already, the investigation check is already going to like Okay. Um, make before he's even started. So for, so for the trying to keep your cool check. Yeah. So, okay, so here's the question. Are you trying to hide the fact that you are not keeping your I'm trying cool? to hide. I'm trying or to are you hide trying the fact. To like, are you trying to, like, chill out yourself? I'm trying to, like... They're two kind of keep, different things. Yeah, I think it's, like, I'm trying to not react to the things around me. Um, okay. Because, see, here's the thing. I'm thinking if you're trying to, like, actively cool down... I would make mm -hmm. that just kind of a general wisdom check. But if you're trying to okay. hide the fact that you're freaking out, uh, I would make that a deception check. You can choose. Hmm. I, ooh, one of them's a higher thing, but I think like in terms of gameplay, deception might be better. Okay. If I'm being realistic. Do it then. 17, deception. Okay. One second. I forgot. Listeners, I forgot she could roll against yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> I rolled too. Great. So you enter into this uh, building and you're uh, keeping your cool for now. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, you see, so, and like the two gentlemen that are there, like Jasper kind of goes, welcome, welcome to this establishment, welcome. Uh, as you're passing through or you stay there, like you're in the foyer, you can decide where to go to from here. But you see um, in front of you far ahead is like, it kind of opens up into this large circular space where you see from here, you're kind of far away mm -hmm. from now, but you see from here, there's like an elevated platform and there are two mm -hmm. people who are demonstrating dueling fights with different weapons or with okay. like two weapons right now. It's like, um, there's one like elf woman who was there and then one dragonborn and they're both like mm -hmm. fighting it out on this thing and people are standing around going Ooh, ah. uh if you Would look to I'd be able to oh go ahead i'm sorry uh to the right you see mm -hmm. that there's kind of like a lounge area here um and further out behind beyond that uh there are doors that are opening up onto what looks to be like a little garden um and to your left it looks like there is a door that is open and you can't really see what's inside right now, but you do see there are a lot of people in there and what sounds like a lot of excited chatter. Mm, I think Arai, ooh, because he doesn't want to be seen, but he also doesn't want to be suspicious. Oh, you also want to, what, know your way around the house, right? That was another role you wanted to make. I Well, I wanted him to immediately, like, start looking for the stuff, but also... 
so yeah so like that would have been an investigation but now i'm yeah. like does he want to like integrate himself in the party for a bit or does he want to watch the dueling or does he want to go sit in the garden and be like this is too much mm. um i think he's gonna go is there food i mean it's pretty easy to see that there are people like wandering around with like little plates in their hands and there are like people who are okay taking them, so, so all right like uh this here speaker is hungry because he's hasn't really eaten anything before he got all decked out <laughs> and he's like it couldn't hurt to find my way around the house so he just kind of slithers to that room with all the people in it and like half a hope that there's food in there okay so you go to the left to that room uh so what you see here isn't food what you see here is um (laughs) what looks to be some sort of uh weapons display room as you're standing around you see a lot of like display cases and like hangings on the wall with uh weapons of various sizes morning stars um some of those like fancy uh like staff so that you click it and it like expands into like a larger staff you see a couple of like bows and arrows one of which just glowing slightly constantly um you see like what looks to be like a curious sword made entirely out of like sapphires uh you Mm -hmm. see a lot of beautiful weapons here um and people are standing around looking at all of them and are allowed to handle some of them with uh there are like at least four or five guards standing in here um and like if anyone asks to take one off the wall the guard like hands it to them and like stands and watches mm-hmm. them take it uh and this is like a little display room there is like a little sitting room to the south um mm-hmm. and a fireplace which is now which is not lit at the moment mm-hmm. uh just so you know arias is appointed <laughs> but also <laughs> Like, the, you know, that immediate disappointment where you're like, oh, there's no fucking food. Ow, no food. But also, he, <laughs> he sees all this stuff, and would he know, would he recognize any of these weapons? In what capacity? Like, he he may not, he may not read a lot for smarts, but he reads a lot of, like, adventure books. Would any of that kind of stuff fit within that realm? I would have to ask you to make a history check. Okay, I'll yeah, just assume that. make a history check. Okay, we got 11. It's higher than zero. <laughs> That's something. That's something. Um, on 11, you're kind of looking through. I think, yeah, you know, you've read a lot of adventuring stories. You're really, like, interested. And you think you see, like, you can't believe that it actually exists. Uh, but you think you see what looks to be, like, an ancient... It's like an ancient spear with a chain hooked on the ends. Uh, but if you like look closely at the writing on the chain, it has this kind mm-hmm. of like glyph work on it uh, that you don't know. You haven't exactly like you don't not sure what that means. But you remember hearing a story some somewhere about this magical weapon with a ch- with like spear with a chain on it, where the chain mm-hmm. extends and ret- like perpetually, like it doesn't have an actual like in- limit in length. Like, you can Mm -hmm. just throw it, and it'll just keep going and going and going. Mm -hmm. So, Arai's like, holy shit, or whatever verbiage. And despite the fact that, like, there are guards, he just, like, barrels straight to that one. He's a pretty big... He's, like, a tall dude. He's not, like, a uh, wide dude, I guess. He's not very buff. Uh But, like, he's got enough of a stride and enough of a determination that he's at least aiming to go grab that weapon. (laughs) I was just Um, like, oh, my... It'd be like you saw, like... 
cloud strife sword just chilling. You're like, holy shit, let me go grab it. Like that kind of energy. Okay, make a dexterity check for me really quick. And then he back flips off and he gets it. Um, dex check. Oh dear. Um, so 22. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Um, you, so he punches he, everyone out of the way. You go, oh my God. And he start rushing over. One of the guards goes, hey, hey, wait. Um, but you get there faster than he does and uh you immediately reach up and take it off the take it off the thing um but the guard is over there immediately and goes hey you need to ask before you can handle one of those oh yeah um sorry i well it's really cool that's all he's got he's he's because he's like dumbfounded <laughs> at like what he's holding but also like oh shit I'm in trouble. Uh, make Hi. a charisma check. <laughs> 14. <laughs> also, the dice rolled so high up. I'm like, okay, I just, where are you? Okay. Yeah. A, four, a 14. Uh, he kind of, the, the guard kind of uh, shakes his head a little bit and goes, whether it's cool or not, can you ask next time? Yeah. He like holds the weapon a little closer to him. Like, can I still hold it though? Yes, you can still hold it. Okay, cool. I'll be standing here um, if you have any questions. And he okay, stands and there like, and looks at you as you stare at the weapon. Like gently stroking the weapon. Um, is there anything on the weapon that would stand it out to like making it look weird or anything? Or is it just like, it is a magical weapon kind of thing? And he's just like, holy shit, I'm holding a magical weapon that looks like something in my books. I mean, you knew it was a weapon to begin with. Are you looking for a magic weird? Does this stand out? I guess also in that magic weird that she had warned him about. Um, uh, I make, a, make an investigation check. God damn it. Oh, okay. That's, not, that's lower than I wanted, but it's not a zero. Okay. It's a six. <laughs> um, uh, you're looking at this weapon. This is a cool weapon. God damn it. Like, Arai, be smarter. <laughs> it's definitely magical, but, and it's mm -hmm. definitely like, it's definitely something that was crafted and has magic in it and is really, really impressive. But mm -hmm. you get the sense that this one has been made, this was made a while ago. Like, you heard about this weapon, you read about this weapon. It can't be new. So there's no mm -hmm. way that this is one of the weapons that jasper created or is working on yeah as part of like that is the threat that jacko wants you to find out about yeah i'm sorry right he's curious and he's gonna get in trouble for this but like he's gonna like cold the weapon and be like oh they were fighting out there with weapons right and he's gonna turn despite the fact that he's still holding this weapon and try to like walk out to like compare the two <laughs> Oh, no, like he's got like a one track mind. He's like, what if I just and just like starts. <laughs> he goes, uh, the, the guard is goes, hey, and he reaches out to grab onto your arm to, to like to grab you. Um, oh, shit. Make yeah. a strength okay. check for me if you're going to move past him. Otherwise, he's just going to grab hold of your arm. Well, didn't help. Uh <laughs> What'd you do? A six. Yeah, and I don't think he's like he's not actually like fighting. He's just no. like, oh, shit, I should. Yeah, no, he catches you immediately. Goes, hey, I think you need you need to uh, you need to give that back now. I'm so oh my god, I'm so, my brain my brain is all over the place. Here you go, and he like hands it back to the guard. He's like, oh, I fucked up. Sure, like 
sorry. You're doing a great job. My sincere apologies. Have a wonderful rest of your evening and arise. Let me get the fuck out of this room. Ask, and he's ask gonna, like, next time. And he goes to put it back on I'm the wall. sorry. I'm sorry. And he like wiggles out of the room. Yeah. He's like, okay. Okay. So then he's going to go up to the, the people fighting. Because uh -huh. he wants to see. To quote Kingdom Hearts, he's committed it to memory. Ooh, that's an old one. That's not even a current joke. That's a 2004 <laughs> joke. Um, it's but he's committed it to memory and he wants to see, comparing the two, how similar they are. The the ones that the people are demonstrating the fighting with. So like... Oh, like are the they weapons? Like, yeah, the weapons that Jas Jasper, Jasper is making. Yeah, okay. Um you're so you're you want to look at these weapons um that they're that are being demonstrated here. Make Yeah. Uh I mean they are moving around, you know what I mean? You don't have like a good catch yeah, on them. Yeah, so it's not like, a, like yeah. I would say make an investigate. Mm, yeah, make He's an like, investigation check with disadvantage. Oh, don't worry. We already are at disadvantage, but I'll make it worse. <laughs> How do you do disadvantage again? You roll twice and take the lower number. Oh, okay. Well, buddy, it was an eight and a three. So I did my best. You're, you get distracted by uh, how cool the dueling moves okay. are. Ooh, they're fighting You good. know, one of them has like two like battle axes in their hands and is like blocking mm -hmm. a short sword right now. Okay. Arai's like, okay, I kind of fucked up and the guard might be on suspicion. So I can't just start hiking around and looking for shit yet. Yeah. Uh, as so you, a little bit more oh, information about the room while you're ruminating. Mm -hmm. Um... In this space, yeah, there's this platform with the demonstration here. Uh, and you see that it kind of opens up further past this room um, to what looks like a hallway. There's a door that is open right there with like a number of different couches. And it seems that there are people like kind of talking in there. Some of them mm -hmm. look to be in um, a very simple, fancy attire. And some of them like in kind of a uniform. And everyone else in the room seems to be like various visitors. And then mm -hmm. uh, the hallway there splits around to the right and left out of sight. There are also on either side of you in this circular area, two staircases that lead up. And if you look up, you see that there is like, there is like a balcony area over there uh, where it looks like there are people who are leaning down and uh, watching the fights from above. Some of them holding plates. Arai is hungry, um, but he's going to go to the area where people are sitting because... He wants to do the thing where he leans against the wall and listens. Okay. You know when, like, the, the hero is just mm -hmm. like, I'm going to, like, figure... He's trying to, like, emulate what he's read. He doesn't truly know what he's doing. He's trying to emulate a lot right now. That's fair. Uh, make In his peacock outfit. <laughs> make a stealth check for me. Oh, dear. 23. <laughs> with, <laughs> with the 20... And then plus three. <laughs> so I got the B. Yeah. Okay. He's stealthy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because you rolled a 14 on your outfit, like, I'm not giving you disadvantage on that. I will. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But if it, like, had been, like, really bad, then we would have. But, like, you're fine yeah. for now. Like, on a 23. Uh, you step into this room. Everyone in this room are, like, they're very deep in conversation right now. So they're, like, not paying attention to you at all. You lean against a wall here. Um, mm -hmm. There are windows on the backside that open up to what looks like a little bit of a walking path and the back wall to this mm -hmm. mansion. Um, and... You're listening in. There's one conversation with these two individuals. Uh, one, a woman in like a like a black suit, like an all black outfit, uh, the same as anyone else in this room in a uniform, talking um, 
to someone who is wearing like uh, like a nice skirt and a button down top also. And uh, this woman is talking about how, um, you know, the trade routes are trade routes are very dangerous right now. You know that uh, piracy has been on the rise for a while and the fishing trade is uh, very important and could get caught in the crossfire in the meantime. Sometimes having weapons on board is an important way to protect against that. And we have a certain set of weapons that is easy to use for anyone who has not managed weapons before. Things that can be easily like aimed and fired, things that can be uh, swung, even, you know, weapons that, you know, we can fit, outfit your fishing vessels with weapons. And uh, the person sitting there goes, what, what, are, what are we now? Are we like artillery ships? This seems like a bit much uh, to put weapons on my ship. And the woman goes, well, I mean, you want to be as safe as possible, don't you? Like, your your fish, you're out there, you're fishing, your fish is your livelihood. If you don't bring that back, what are you going to do? Mm. Mm. This is kind of what you're mm. listening to. Yeah. She's very pushy. Make an extra insight check for me. Okay. Um, on a 12, it seems like the people in black probably work for Jasper. Okay. Hmm. Where do I want to go? I want to keep listening to people trying to, to like coerce people to buy stuff. Hmm. No, that's dumb. I was like, what if he just goes and talks to Jasper? <laughs> what if he does? Yeah, he's stupid. He'd do that. Yeah, so he's like, he's having, he's, he's hurting it. Not that he's dumb. He's, he's, he's a, he's a chatty person. Why not? I mean, he, um, he, but he's he is going to get himself. He just doesn't have book smarts. Yeah, so he's going to get himself shot in the foot. Uh, not literally. If he's like not. Ooh. You know, why not? I like some drama. So he like, he hears this and he's like, okay. I don't know my way around this house. I've already kind of spark interest amongst the guard what if and he just kind of like slithers out of the room i don't know why he's slithering um he sneaks out of the room with that level at 23 roll yeah and Unseen. instead of being stealthy anymore he decides you know what you know what Sheka had an idea and i have another idea so then he goes up to jasper and he intro he goes what like he goes into Jasper. I don't know if this man's gonna like take it or his guards gonna be like, what the fuck? Mm. But he's gonna be like, what a wonderful party. Oh, okay. Uh you approach, you go back to the foyer where uh Jasper is standing um with his husband who is kind of still there, uh, but turned mm -hmm. and talking to another guest. Um and Jasper looks at you and says well, yes, of course. Welcome to welcome to the events. I hope that you have a wonderful time checking out uh, or discovering all of uh, the incredible work that we are doing here um, in our blacksmithing mm -hmm, guild. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> Sounds sus. No. Um, oh my God! No, this looks. It is. This is so incredible. Thank you for opening your home. Like the weapon uh, demonstration is incredible, but like. Oh my gosh, one of the weapons in that room. I remember reading about it when I was a kid. I didn't think it was real. This is so incredible. Your collection's amazing. And like, 
he's not trying to hype this dude up. He's like actively like, this is fucking cool. Like, I know I have a mission, but like, yeah. dude, your house is cool. Uh, he smiles a little bit and says, yes, I, I know you. I am, in fact, a collector of uh, the thing I make. It's quite fun. Which How weapon were you oh, speaking ahead. of exactly? The pointy spear thing. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> I don't think I told you. I don't think I gave it a name, so you can name it whatever you want. The gun blade. No. <laughs> the mace blade. The I don't know. I don't was it even a blade, Aaron? No, it was a spear with a with a perpetual chain on it. <laughs> the chain spear. The chain spear. <laughs> the you know, the um Everlasting Gobstopper. Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> the Chain Spear. Let's go with that. Uh, the Chain Spear. Uh, okay, you say the Chain Spear. He goes, yes, um, I, so I, I see that you are someone who has read, uh, The Adventures of Cal McCline. <laughs> yes, of course. Oh my God, I have all his books. Like, all the books about him. He's so fascinating. The way he, like, used the the chain that's a chainsaw oh my god chain spear no the what was the, it's the spear what's the thing that's the chain it's not chain mail what do you mean what's the other it's the spear what's the other part of it a the chain. chain chain oh my god i was thinking <laughs> like a you're doing great the way he, the way he used the chain to like ensnare people but then like also use the spear to like actually like fully end the fight so quickly oh my god it's incredible Oh, how did you, where did you find it? And like, I feel like there's an eagerness and like, I may have to roll for this. I feel like there's an eagerness coming off him that like truly feels like, like excited and energetic. And like, I'm super, like, I'm just really curious and not so much like, where did you find it? Sure. Make it, make a charisma check. That's the word. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank God. 19. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's on board for your enthusiasm anyway. Like he's like here dealing with the public all day so mm -hmm. like he's you know all about people being excited about his work um and he's like uh w well i it took me a while to track it down but i have some i have some resources and uh it cost me quite a bit but i would say it was worth it incredible are you a collector of weapons oh gosh no i i wish i could but uh I, I've been, uh, it's something I'm looking to get into. And he like tries to remember, he's like, I'm supposed to be more class and fancy. So he's trying to like, I don't know if I have to do a persuasion check for that, but he's like trying to like conceal, don't feel like, mm, yeah, mm, I, I love this shit, but you know. It's I, fine for now. It's not like a end all mm -hmm. be all lie here. So you can say that. It's like, fuck this shit now. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's like, no, I, like, I, I, I'd like to, I'm looking to get into it. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, well, I mean, best of luck to you. I hope that you check out the the rest of the collection. You should know that there um, there is actually a uh, what you would assume would look like just a, a fancy a simple reed flute, but actually can uh, control very strong breezes. That's terrifying. It is. Uh, I have had to warn our guards not to let anyone breathe on it. So. <laughs> Is that up here? Are we like in danger of that? No, my guards are pretty good at what they do. 
Well, anyway, Mr. Kentwood, okay. uh, your your house is wonderful. Your weapon's incredible. Thank you. And uh, I'm so happy to have the chance to get here, to like be here and like see this all. Well, I hope that we have the opportunity to discuss uh, further matters. If you're looking to get into um, weapons acquiry, you know, that's kind of something that, you know, we do here, aside from the work that we do to uh, Mm -hmm, improve mm -hmm, our mm -hmm. great city, of course. Uh, course, But you should definitely, uh, we should set up a meeting sometime. I, I take guests occasionally when my house is not in a state of being used for celebrations uh where <laughs> where course. where could um my assistant be able to reach you <clears throat> uh <or> I like cough. <laughs> <laughs> he's like oh well um <laughs> uh he's going to do his best and i'm gonna have to probably do a persuasion check to like because this is this is just an event for people in the city right it's not for like people didn't come from out of town to see this right uh i mean the doors are open and it's being advertised to people in the city but it's not like and it's not like something where they're like people are coming from all over the country for this Mm -hmm. but it's not like exclusive in that way uh yeah you know what i mean yeah Oh, so uh, if if unless I have to like roll a persuasion, but like he's gonna be like, oh, you know, like um, I, if, I'm someone. Oh, go ahead. If you completely fabricate this, you're gonna have to make a deception check. But I want to hear what your lie is first. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm I'm someone who passes in and out, so I've I have family in the city, but I at the moment am staying an inn nearby. Um, as you know, my family, their house is beautiful, but I, their guest rooms are for guests and I am family. Um, you know, it's too fancy for me, for my blood, but you can find me at, uh, uh, an inn. The Benbow Inn, I think it was called. The Bentbow Inn? Yes, that's one. That is where I'm You say the Bentbow Inn. No, no, he says the wrong one first. Okay. Because he's a sweetheart. Because he's like, you know, I just got into town because my my family had given me message that this was like, occurring. So okay, yes. all right, make that deception cough. check for me. Cough, cough, cough. Ah, <laughs> uh, deception. Ah, oh, you failed me. I got a seven. A seven. <laughs> um, you say the bent bow and then the bent bow in and he yeah he raises his eyes a little and says uh yes certainly i will definitely have someone go and uh reach you there at another time awesome thank you so much and he like kind of gives a little nod shimmy and kind of so when he says that okay um oh wait hope you rolled a six <laughs> um could you make an insight check for me please everyone's too stupid to live in this world please <laughs> oh come on buddy a 13 okay yeah so when he when you say that and the way that he says that now there is mm-hmm. um a poorly hidden like 
tension in his voice when he says that. Mm-hmm. And you get the sense that the bent bow in might have you, you you get the sense that with the bent bow in you might have um tied yourself to whoever is whoever mm-hmm. sent you in here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's pretending like he doesn't know yeah, yeah okay so um Arai's gonna be like oh my gosh thank you and like he's gonna just be like oh I fucked up but like thank you so much have continue to have a wonderful party I'm going to go that way and like goes towards because he doesn't like run out the house but he's like gonna go towards the gardens to be like okay I need to like regroup I fucked up okay um alright you go ahead to regroup uh if you head off to the gardens um, you know, it's it's a it's a simple garden. There's like a little fountain in it, some like kind of bushes, some are in flower. It looks like mm-hmm. uh towards the center, like near the fountain, um, like a blacksmith is actually set up here and is making small trinkets for like a little audience, just kind of as like a little outside entertainment. Uh mm-hmm. she has um it's a it's um let's see, hold on. It's a fire genasi uh and she Mm -hmm. is uh standing there um kind of carving quick little things that she can make mostly it seems like for kids uh but a couple of adults are there too getting like little uh metal shaped like animals and like Mm -hmm. tiny little knives that won't actually do anything and are more for like you know picking something out of your teeth things like that Mm -hmm. um but it's much quieter out here and like Arai just kind of like watches. He's like trying to like collect himself and like be like, okay, I fucked up. But he's just also watching because like he's never seen this before. So like if the kids are watching with enthrall, he's also like kind of watching with enthrall. Being like, okay, I'm trying to like figure this out. But also this is kind of fucking cool. It is really cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, like there were there are definitely blacksmiths um, in Hasden, but like nothing like you know this entertainment thing where it seems like this fire genasi. Mm -hmm. Not only is she using like a little. I don't know blacksmithing things like a little fire next to her, but it seems like she's also kind of using the heat of her hands to kind of mm-hmm. shape things a little bit after they heat up in the fire. Um, and she'll Ooh, like she just cool. reaches in with her own hands, heats them up, mm-hmm. and like twists things around. It's almost like balloon animals except metal. Mm-hmm. So like yeah, no, uh, Arai's just like like mouth covered, like oh shit, this is cool. Mm-hmm. But he's also like, okay, brain. We gotta figure out. We gotta go back inside. Uh, a, a brief other note here about this space. It is walled off, but you have the entrance you came through, and it seems that there is um, like another entrance, uh, like to the north of this space. Like you entered from the west, and there's another entrance from the north to the garden. Hmm. That's open. Hmm. So, like, as he's watching, he's going to, like, climb to his, his knees, his feet, um, and just kind of be like, oh, that is so cool. And just kind of like, because he's still looking at it, but, like, walk a little backwards. This is mm-hmm. a trait, apparently. He's doing a lot. He likes looking at what's in front of him, not what's behind him. <laughs> um, as he he as he noticed, I guess he notices the other entrance and, like, tor- heads that way. But he's also keeping an eye on the fire genasi because, like, this is fucking cool. But yeah. I also have a job to do. 
though. When he gets to the door, is it open or it gets yeah. back into the house? Uh, the doors are open. It looks like it leads back to the house. Like there's a little lounge area here. There are two guards who are standing in this space, but they don't seem to be like noticing you as any like things particular yet. Just another guest. Um, it looks like they're standing there in front of two doors that appear to be off limits. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you look to the left, um, you see that there are like two double doors that open up into a hallway. And from there, you can hear the sounds of like fighting, like clanging of swords and stuff from the demonstration. And it seems that that okay. is like part of the hallway that you saw before. And there's people at the doors. Sorry, I missed that. Yeah, there are two guards standing in like, so you, in this space. So you enter in, it's like a long rectangular mm -hmm. room right in front of you. There are two guards standing by two locked doors. Yeah. To the left, there are doors that mm -hmm. open up into the hallway. I'm assuming those locked doors are where I need to go. I don't know. So he's gonna walk by the doors and then like right in front of the doors, he's gonna like adjust his cape and like like you know when you're like adjusting your clothes let's like mm, let me just make sure things are good yeah. just to kind of see like how they react to him being near the door um because if like they, he starts moving and they like tense a little he's gonna be like okay something sure yeah i mean you don't even have to like roll much for this as you walk through the doors he says mm -hmm. uh, one of the guards says uh excuse me these are off limits oh I'm, oh my gosh i'm, I'm just you see this cape? It must. I must make sure it flows as I walk. And he, yes, and it's I, very impressive. Thank you. And I like flips it a little, and like he's walking, and it's like, okay, fuck, I need to go in there. I need to go in there. How do I go in there? Uh, as you're kind of, I, I, if you're in the hallway now, you notice yeah. that there are more locked doors throughout this, like throughout this area generally. Like there's at least. And the first set was the only one guarded. Uh, you see there are guards kind of standing around generally, actually. And as you're walking, as you're looking through, it seems that some of the guards are talking to each other now. Um, and putting on a serious face. And uh, make one last insight check for me. For the rest of the whole game. <laughs> okay. What'd you get? A 25. Beautiful. Wow. Okay. Yeah. On a 25. Disgustingly um, high. <laughs> you get the sense that these guards uh, are, you know, being told to be on high alert. Shit. Um, and that they are now going to be watching you. And that is where we're going to have to leave it for this episode. I was about to do a shimmy and be like, hello, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can. You could absolutely try to charm one of these cards if you wanted to. It'd be more difficult <laughs> now. next time. <laughs> but that will have to happen uh, next time. Uh, I fucked up. <laughs> The, the chaos of the rolls, I tell ya. I should have just made up a place. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you still would have had to lie. I know. It's a show. <laughs> You're really in it now. Oh, 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 whatever. We're really in this now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awry. 
Well, we're going to have to find out what happens to uh, Arai and if he's going to be able to get into, figure out where this underground facility is uh, next time. What do you think is going to happen? Oh, no. I think he's going to try to, like, hula dance or something and get thrown out immediately. Because <laughs> I'm just like, he's one person. It's not even like one person can distract and one person can go. And he already he already lost immediately. He couldn't seduce Jasper. And he was like, well, that was my main plan, so I'm fucked. Well, you at least have a little bit of time to think about it. So we can Ugh. have a plan for next time. Ugh. <laughs> Disgusting. Plans. Plans. Well, well, I guess our listeners should plan to tune in next week so, to hear what happens. So. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Was I supposed to say something? <laughs> <laughs> no, booze are acceptable here. Um, yeah, I mean, that's it. So <laughs> he never found the food. He's going to get arrested and he never had dinner. And yeah, you just had to go up those stairs. There were plates. Why would, why would you have food upstairs? It'd be cold. I guess I was assuming it was like open air upstairs. So oh. Not like, are the kitchens up there? I don't know. <laughs> Important questions all around. Um, ones that will maybe get discovered next time. But in the meantime, thank you to our listeners for listening to Gameplay Radio here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Make sure to follow us at Gameplay RFE on Twitter. And if you're listening on a podcast app, why not leave us a review and maybe Arai can get food next time. <laughs> you can also uh, ask us to feed Arai individually. <laughs> uh, you can find me at Aaron is a bird. That's E-R-Y-N is a bird on Twitter and at Aaron K. Levine on Instagram. And I'm cute bookworm 10, uh, one zero numbers, not letters. All right. Take care of yourselves and each other. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.